Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for December I guess it was just 28th, 29th, and 30th because we didn't have one on Christmas or Christmas. You know, we didn't have one New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. We didn't have one New Year's Eve? No, that was Thursday. Oh, okay. Did you watch something? I guess, no, I guess I got through it faster than I realized I did. Did you watch it all at once? Yes. Yeah. Well, then that's why. That is why. Because I was all excited New Year's Day. I was like, I'm going to watch yesterday's General Hospital and then do nothing for the rest of the day. I just did nothing for the rest of the day. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do New Year's Day. It was nice. I wasn't hungover or anything. Beautiful. I barely had a sip of champagne at midnight because I was pretty... All right. So anyway, we'll talk about that during the... Right. That can be our reality check. Yep. Sounds like it would be pretty boring if neither one of us were drunk, though. (laughs) Don't need to be drunk to have excitement. That is true. All right. So... I feel like there wasn't a lot this week. There's very little paper in here. So... Well, if we only have three days... Yeah, but we only had three days the week before, and we had a lot of papers then. And I might have missed something. Willow and Chase. Aww. I should say you're going to be sad you didn't get that one, because you love Willow and Chase. It was good. It I was, like how... It was good. I like that they jumped off of Pier 54. Yes. That was very cute. Have you ever done a polar bear plunge? Heck no. I have. You're insane. I haven't done it like that, but when I was at camp, I think it was like seventh grade. I went to the aquatics camp at this church camp that we went to. And like you could pick the different theme that, you know, the type of camp you went to. Okay. The whole camp could go at like 6 a.m. And you jump in the pool and then you get out. And if you do it for the week, you get the polar bear plunge certificate at, you know, closing ceremonies, whatever. We were the first camp to ever get 
every person in our camp to do it every single day. So you were all crazy. We were all crazy, but we were there for the aquatics. So we're like, we should do this. It was fun. I don't know that I would do it now, but I was in seventh grade. So nope, I wouldn't have done it in seventh grade either. I do not like being cold and especially not like that. You would be cold forever, but you really do get used to it. So like my cabin, we had a pool and everyone's like, oh, that's great. I'm like, no, no, no. We fill it up with a mountain water, like from the hose. So you get in and it is frigid. Yeah. But then the phrase was always, you get used to it. Mm -hmm. And you really do. But that first jump in and it's freezing. And then you have to get back out into the freezing cold air. No, thank you. But if it's during the summer, it's not. That wouldn't be as bad. I agree. That wouldn't be as bad. But what Willow and Chase did? Mm -mm. Yeah. No way. And then she forgot her towel in the car. No. (laughs) No. No, no, no. Well, we go in the hot tub during the winter, and that's bad enough because I couldn't find my flip-flops. Ooh. And there was snow on the ground, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. This yeah. is not going to be fun. My husband's like, I'll go camping in this weather. No. Yeah, your husband's a little crazy, too. Yeah. Well, that's why you guys get along so well. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, their polar plunge was cute. They hadn't decided to meet up there. They both just happened to be there alone. I liked her bathing suit. She looked cute. It was cute. They jumped in, and then Chase's dad's like, oh, I'm so glad to meet you. He was getting a little pushy there, though. He was. He was. Like, as a dad, you don't have a right to that much information, especially when Willow's standing there. If after the fact, he would have been like, so give me the whole story. Right. To put her on the spot like that was not very nice. Well, and so I couldn't figure out, had he told Gregory, had Chase told Gregory that he and Willow had broken up, or and Gregory had just forgotten? Or had he not I don't told him? Because I think he told his mom. Yeah, I don't think he ever told him. Okay. Because they were never together at the same time. Right. Okay. So then, even still, for like, all he had to do was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But and let then it go. just because Willow comes up and tells Finn, thank you so much for keeping your brother honest, mm-hmm. or trying to get your brother to be honest, that's not a place for Gregory to be like, so, so are you getting back together? Right. Yeah. I, Chase handled that. Perfectly, though. He's like, I think that's between me and Willow. Yes. And they're going to go to dinner. She shouldn't be going to dinner with another man when she's married. She's not really married, though. She she is really married now. They consummated that marriage. You are not married to every person that... If you've taken wedding vows and then consummated the marriage, you are. They're not really married, though. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they are. They're legally married, but they even said this week they don't know... What is going on? Okay. They're not, okay, they're not like Ava and Nicholas who are now really married. Even though they were hooking up, I still wouldn't say that they were married until they decided together, okay, we're actually going to make this a real marriage. They were going to make it a real marriage until Chase told the truth. They were on that path. Okay, but they're not on that path anymore. Nope. I'm going to disagree with you because you're wrong. I'm not. Your turn. Nope. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That I can. (laughs) Laura and Jackie. Oh, I loved when she said, hi, Miss Star Eyes. <laughs> that was so cute. That was a nice little throwback. Yes. I thought it was cute that she and Laura were catching up, you know, that I'm glad they finally had them together because it feels like she's been, I know she wasn't here last week, but she's been on the canvas long enough that they should have had a conversation by now. So right. I'm glad they finally got around to it. It was just nice. I mean, there's not really a lot to say about it, but no. I just thought it was sweet that they had, you yes. know. Because they go way, way back. Yes. So, and they need to bring all those storylines forward more because we lost our history somewhere. Yeah. So, we're bringing it back. Yes. 
Oh, I got two because they were blue. Jason and Cyrus. Okay, I just don't understand Cyrus. Oh, shoot, we're not giving the recap. Oh, we forgot to give the... I feel like we're into it now, but okay. Okay, give the recap of what happened with (laughs) Cyrus and Jason. So Cyrus asks for a meeting with Jason because now Jason is the head of the organization because Sonny is presumed dead, which he's not really, but okay. And they had a meeting at the pier. It was not Pier 54, sadly. It was 55. Maybe because the polar bear plunge was going on at 54. They couldn't meet there. Do you know what I just noticed is that the harbor master is at Pier 54. So that's actually probably the safest pier for us to be representing. Yes. It can be the one with the conversations and the different things. Maybe that's why the shootouts don't happen there. Yes. Someone would happen to notice. So, yeah, Jason meets Cyrus, and neither one of them are supposed to have any guns or any protection. And, of course, Cyrus is mad that Jason won't agree to whatever deal it was, 30% of all of the drugs that were coming in or whatever. The profits, not the actual drugs. Right. And then Jason says, oh, by the way, your shooter off blah, blah, blah building isn't there anymore. And Cyrus pulls out his gun and doesn't do anything because we know we can't kill Jason when Sonny's not there. So I don't, I don't know. I don't like the way that And then Brando came out with his gun on Jason. Brando came out with his gun and for a split second, Jason was like, oh no, they both have guns on me. And then Carly shows up with two people that would have been there anyway. I don't know why Carly needed to be any part of it. And then Cyrus and Brando end up on the ground and Jason tells them if it happens again, he'll kill them and walks away. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I felt like it was anticlimactic, even though it was a big scene. I liked Carly's part. Where yes. She just like came walking around the corner like, hi. Yeah. I'm taking over now. I would like if she took over. That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, it would be really good if she took over. Jason will never let that happen. Nope. Not but. at all. All right, are you going to try to recap everything now? Or are we no, because you know what I just this? thought about? You actually recapped the polar bear plunge. I didn't really recap, because you did. You said that they were doing the polar bear plunge, and obviously Chase and Willow talked and all that stuff. Franco. Oh, my gosh. Where to even start with Franco? Have fun with that one. Okay, so Franco this week. I actually have no notes on him, but I know. So he came home, tossed a box of presents on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Cam made a slip of the tongue. Being like, mom was worried that you weren't going to be here for your last Christmas. Yeah. That was that had to hurt. He snuck Obrecht back. Oh, yeah, that's right. He snuck Obrecht back into poor Charles. I'm so sorry. I took really bad notes this week. It, there wasn't much of him. It I started him. writing these notes, like these pieces of paper as I was watching ah. so that I didn't miss one. Oh, that was a good idea. But I think I was, yeah, it was until oh. I forgot to write down what it was. No, I think that Franco... Didn't have much. They okay. showed him for the two minutes, like, being the lookout, look out to get Obrecht into an office, and she had a crazy wig on and whatever. Okay, question. Did she look like Leslie Weber to you? I thought she looked so much like Leslie Weber with that wig on. The profile. I didn't. Not when she was right on. I didn't make that connection. I'm sorry. Okay. And then it showed him walk into the house with the presents, and he dropped them, and Cam said the thing about your last Christmas, and Elizabeth said, I didn't know you were coming home yet, and whatever. Okay, so I really didn't miss anything. Yeah, that I can't think of anything else. It's just kind of his homecoming. Okay. See, you're good. Okay, cool. Yay. I'll do my recap. <laughs> your recap. <laughs> Jordan. So much there. Why do I always get her? I don't like her. That's probably why. Oh, let's see. Jordan was just Jordan. I don't know what else to say. She was whining because Curtis wasn't there for Christmas Eve. 
But of course he wasn't there because he's angry because of all the secrets that you keep, Jordan. And then TJ was mad because Jordan sent Molly, not sent her off to hook up with somebody else, but told her all kind of nasty things. And he flat out said to her, so you knew that I was kidnapped. And instead of saying anything, you said all this crap to her. And she had no good excuse, like always, because it's Jordan. Right. Instead of saying, listen, I know my son. He needs to cool off. You need to give him his space. Blah, 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 blah. Right. She was like, it's over. It's all your fault. Yeah. But I loved when TJ was like, you knew I was abducted. Right. You know, and... Right, the characters that were yelling at her were doing a good job. They're all yelling at her. Jordan like, herself is coming out. It's just blah because she has no good excuse. She has no follow up. I did this because this blah 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 to make it make sense to anyone. It was just right. I did whatever I wanted because I'm Jordan and I felt like I could do that. And Curtis called her out on basically, you know, she wasn't what we said before. If it would have been a police matter that she needed to keep to herself. That would make sense, but way too many people that aren't in the police department knew what was going on. So, yes, she should have confided in her husband that is a detective and was a police officer. Right. There's no way around it. She was wrong. I don't like her. You're her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Britt. So, we have Britt and Jason. Had... And she called him out. She's like, if I'm going to help you, I need to know that I'm helping the right side. Yes. She's really freaking out. See, I told you, I didn't think that she knew what Cyrus was up to. I think she was just like, okay, cool. I'm going to get this job. And did you notice her hand shaking? Or like her hand, she was playing with her hand right before Peter and Maxie came up to her. Okay. She was like stretching her hand. I think she's going to wind up having rheumatoid arthritis, which is a problem because Faison is her dad and her mom's Liesl. And Anna said that Faison did not have the arthritis gene. So, therefore, now we're going to be all messed up about who is actually Peter's mom still because Anna doesn't have the gene. But if Faison actually does, or are we going to wind up, I wrote it down, hold on. Or is it going to wind up being that somehow Britt is not Liesl's daughter, which I highly doubt. No. But still, that's where... But I think that she's going to wind up having arthritis. And then that's how Peter's going to be like, oh, there's arthritis in my family. And yeah. then Anna's going to be like, how do you know? Yeah. With exactly that flat tone. <laughs> right. See, I pay attention to the little things like that. Good job. Yeah, she was like stretching her hand like it hurt or something. But Britt and Jason, anyway, so they were having a conversation about, I guess I really did just recap it. You know, everything that's been going on building up to this. And she did. She said, I need Did to she know. say that they were friends? And he's like, wait, we're friends? She's there working some... with you. And yeah. he said, are you working with me? Yes, yes. I thought that they, she said friends, though. But she might have. At some point. Uh, what he I don't questioned know. was like, are you really working for right. us? So I, I don't know. I didn't think that she was going to be 100% bad, but I thought she knew some stuff. And she did say she knew whatever drug Cyrus was working on could be very helpful or could be very bad. So, right. But she only knows that because she started asking the questions right. because... Of Jason. Okay. I'll be happy if so. she's not bad, bad, because I would like her to have some good qualities. Is we Brad still in the hospital, or did he go back to jail? I'm assuming he went back to jail, but they never showed us that. Okay. Or discussed it. It'll just be he disappeared, because why not? Gotcha. Okay. Polar bear plunge. We already covered that. Okay. Right? Nobody else yep. of importance did nope. that. Except for, so basically, it was just a charity event, which I like it. I think that they should do it. Heck no. I don't want anyone. Again. And again, like, it would just be fun. 
But Finn and Anna went to, that's the thing that confused me. They went to watch him just jump in and jump out. Like, it's not a spectator sport. I don't feel. Maybe moral support. Because Willow needed, that's what I didn't say, Willow needed that moral support and Chase held her hand. Grabbed her hand and they jumped jumped in, in staring in each other's eyes lovingly. No, I don't think all that happened. They grabbed each other's hand and jumped in. I was watching something different. Okay. Okay. You were imagining what you wanted to happen. Yep. Uh, Molly and TJ. Good job, Molly, for telling the truth. Something that doesn't happen ever. Yep. And she took total responsibility, but also explained the situation. I felt like that was a very grown-up good job. She did not blame her actions on Jordan. She explained what put her in that mind process to end up doing it. And it was only one time, and she apologized. I felt like they handled that really well. And I think that TJ had a very good response because she's like, are you, are we still okay? And he's like, I don't know. Right. You know, but I think that was more of an I don't know because of the stuff that his mom had said, not necessarily towards Molly. I don't know how they're going to work through this because then and he begged her to tell him, he begged her to tell him who it was mm-hmm. and she finally did. But then he's like, okay, so that's why you're all squeamish around him. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was very mature. And then he found her later and said that he didn't want to be done. And she said she didn't want to be done. So they'll figure it out. I think they'll figure it out. Exactly. If it would have continued on and happened more than once, then that would be a huge issue. But I feel like this was the kind of affair that we talk about. Like, not that it should have to do with alcohol, but you're mad and you go and you have too many drinks and then you end up hooking up with someone is not the same impact as I was dating someone else for six months. She didn't have any drinks when she did that, She did. She didn't. But she was just like, okay, I need a... But I feel like her mind was messed with... It was still an altered state And Brando has been very respectful of the fact that... Yep. Yeah. He hasn't tried to pressure her. (laughs) We love Brando. Yep. Yep. do. (gasps) Terry and Cam. Oh, they were so cute. So first, Terry started talking to Liz about her family. So Liz came over to the... um, to Liz's house and was asked, basically just checking in. And Liz thanked her for, I guess I should have just done Terry and the Webbers. Uh, Liz thanked her for, or told her, like, she respected the fact that she couldn't tell her about her husband's tumor. And Terry's like, I'm so sorry, I couldn't tell you. And she's like, I know you couldn't tell me. That's I've heard of that thing called HIPAA before, because I'm a nurse. And yeah. I like to listen sometimes to the rules. But, so that was, that was nice. But then... Liz was telling Terry about how Cam is having difficulty opening up about Dev and all this stuff. And he's playing a video game. And so Terry goes and sits with him. And she's like, you know, I used to rock at these video games. And Cam's like, no, you don't. (laughs) Mm, She does. And I like how she asked him questions. And it definitely, so she asked him all these questions like, so are you angry? You know, and told him it's okay to be angry. You know, and he's allowed to have these feelings. And she shared her story about how, you know, she's been bullied and, you know, things that she's had to deal with and and not necessarily that she's been bullied because she said that she had really good support, but like a friend of hers did not. Right. And I thought it was just a really, really, it was exactly the way they tell you to talk to your kids, not yeah. to come at them with a bunch of questions, but to just start a conversation and open it up if they want to talk. Yep. And then you ended up picking up his guitar at the end. That was so cute. Oh, yeah, because that's one thing Liz said that he hadn't 
Right, he hadn't messed with his music at all in weeks, but then they started. Did we actually see a sing along? Or he just said, let me grab my guitar. I don't think we yeah, saw them no. singing. Nope. I liked that Liz said, or that Terry said to Liz, no one wants to hear your Mariah Carey. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> it's especially funny in my household because Madeline just discovered All I Want for Christmas is You. And she keeps, like, saying it to me like it's this new song. And I'm like, oh, honey, I was obsessed with Mariah Carey. No, I know Pretty that song. Pretty sure we were in middle <laughs> school when that song came out. Yeah. So it's super cute. All right, you got the last one. Last one. Dante. Mm, I don't know what to say about him either. He's still just kind of, we don't know what they're doing with him. Yeah. What scenes was he even in this week? They told him that Sonny was missing. That was like a normal. Well, he got real angry, though. They it's almost like him. he want, but no, it seemed like he wanted to go take oh. it the next step further, and he was going to go take care of Cyrus, which yes. is not. Not Dante's personality. Yeah. Yeah, and Jason kind of had to rein him in and be like, no, 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 we're not doing that yet. I have it handled. My people are on it. It's okay. Right. Besides that, you still... I guess that was more of the thing that I was going for was that he reacted in a way that... Yes, much more aggressive than Dante normally is. It was interesting. I mean, I think it's, you know, foreshadowing of where we're going to end up with him, what's going to happen next, but there wasn't really... That was it. Yeah. He said that, and that was that. Done. So the only other thing that I think I have written down that I did not... Oh, I guess there's... Jeez. Okay, I missed a lot. I did miss a lot. Oh, I have... Laura told Dante that she's going after Cyrus, too. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. I'm sorry. I was picturing him only in the Corinthos home, and that was at the Metro Port. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you want to continue with Laura comforting Carly? I just love Laura. I love that they're bringing all of her back because we've said it for a while. She's just been the mayor and you see her pop in and out of each storyline to say, I'm the mayor and then walk away. And she's getting those family connections back again that we've wanted for so long. And so, yeah, she said, you know, been there, done that. I've been friends with Sunny for a long time. By the way, I am Cyrus's sister. Yes. Yes. Carly's like, wait, what? How did that? Whoa. I liked her telling Jackie Templeton about that, too. She just was open with everyone. Hey, by the way, I have some new siblings I didn't know about. Well, you have to be open with it with an investigative reporter. I mean, she's going to find out. Yes. I don't know that I was ready for her to tell everyone this week. I kind of felt like she would sit with it for a little while. Yeah, but where she's having dinner and stuff with Martin now. Yeah, I guess people would ask what the heck. Yeah. And then Carly kidnapped or arranged... To have Florence taken out of yes, the long term the long term care in Vermont. I don't know. What I forget the called. name of it. Yep. Yeah. And that really rattled Cyrus. Yes, that was a great cliffhanger. That was a good cliffhanger. Yes. Yep. And then one thing I should have mentioned it when we were talking about Britt, Maxie, and Peter. All so Maxie and Peter decided that they're going to name the girl. Oh yeah, Louise. Mm-hmm. And Peter was like, "Oh, we can name, we can call her Lou, and so that way it's honoring Lulu." Yes. All of Maxie's kids have very significant names: Georgie, mm-hmm. James, and now gonna have baby Lulu. Yeah, or Lou. I don't like that because Georgie and Nathan James are, are gone. Right. So I agree. I don't like that, but I thought that was sweet that Peter was like, of course we can name our daughter or give our daughter a name that honors your friend, you know? 
Yep. And Drunk Alexis. She was so crazy. It made sense, though, that she finally talked to Finn, and and it was in front of Gregory. Right. Oh, gosh. Okay, I apologize that I really did not write down anything because I didn't put Gregory and Finn talking, too. Anyway, so Alexis showed up drunk in the park, in Rice Park. With a cut on her hand. Yes. And so then he had to take care of her, take her to the hospital and give her stitches. And then, of course, she said, call Ned. Right. Which I was over also. Would you really call him? I don't feel like you would. Who does she have right now? She she blew everybody out of her life. I liked when Olivia offered to go get her. Mm-hmm. And then Tracy. So Ned, Tracy, and Olivia are having lunch. And Tracy is just singing Olivia's praises, saying, you know, at first I thought you were money, a gold digger, and now you're not. You obviously love Ned, blah, 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 blah. I thought that conversation was weird. So why didn't she just let Olivia go with Ned to get Alexis? Alexis is not going to tell Olivia in front of Ned, no matter how drunk she is. Right. I really don't think so. I don't think so either. And Tracy should know that because she knows that she didn't get blackout drunk. She was the one that put her behind the wheel. Right. So she's not getting ridiculous. No. I I just don't like that whole storyline. Either tell Olivia or don't. But don't keep going back and forth with it. Right. I'm over that. Oh, we also didn't talk about um, Brando telling, or Cyrus telling Brando that he knows that Dev wasn't really his son. Yes. Yes. I was not happy about that. Because he's like, I can bring the whole organization down. You'll all go to jail for harboring... In, An illegal immigrant? Yes, thank that... you. I was like, my mind totally slipped there. I'm like, not a fugitive, but it was Dev. So, yeah. Not that I'm surprised that he knew it. I mean, I kind of figured, but. But how did he find that out? He has people that listen everywhere. Yeah. All right, that really is all that I have then. Well, and then so Gregory and Finn talked, oh. and Gregory just said about how proud he is of Finn and how he's such a good dad and how he's been so paternal with Chase. Right, which Ugh. was so weird. How about you're being a good big brother? Exactly. Because there's, there's an age difference between there is an Finn age. and yes. Chase. So that's typical. It's like there's 11 years between my husband and his brother, but then they have a sister in the middle, like dead in the middle. Okay. And so my husband doesn't really remember his brother being home that much because when he turned 18, he went to the army, but... My husband wound up in jail one, or not in jail. (laughs) My husband wound up in the hospital one time. (laughs) And, you know, my brother-in-law rushed home. Like, he got leave to be able to come see him while he was in the hospital with pneumonia. And I guess he, I don't know if he brought him match cars or matchbox cars or something like that. But my husband doesn't remember him being really there as a brother. Mm -hmm. And even now as adults, like, my brother-in-law is still kind of paternal, I guess, if you're going to use that phrase. But but you don't. You don't use that no. phrase. I, I have an older brother that has a son, my nephew, that's two weeks older than I am. So he absolutely, like, we're not close the way my sister that's six years older than I am because he was out of the house. He had his own family. But never would I say, oh, my brother was paternal towards me. That's just weird. Right. He was more like my dad than my brother. No. No. And you lost your dad. Yes. So, I mean, and you still don't think that way. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, just no, you can... blurt that out there. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. But we no. have, but uh, it was just, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
No. Where, I mean, I in think, that instance, it would be well, more the, natural-ish for him to yes, present the, as... The circumstances were different because we lived here already, and my brother, my oldest brother, lived in Ohio, still lives in Ohio. And so, like, with dad roles, like, when I got married, my brother, that's only ten year, nine years older than me, walked me down the aisle, not my oldest, oldest brother. Just because, again, there's not that connection mm-hmm. there. But considering that they didn't know each other up until a couple years ago. Right. Paternal is not the right word. That was right. ridiculous. Right. You've been taking great care of him as he's making um, his life in a new city. Right. I'm so you glad know. you guys are getting close like brothers because right. that's what you should be doing. Oh, and Anna told Jackie, wow, I really dropped the ball on. I like that Jackie just kind of said it, though. She was like, I know you know. So yeah. let's have this conversation. So Jackie showed up to Anna's house and Anna was. Not necessarily tiptoeing, but she also wasn't coming right out and saying it. Right. And Jackie's like, so Finn told you. Yes. I loved it. And Anna was like, uh-huh. But Anna they both was... did it in a very respectful way. And exactly. Jackie's like, so are we going to tell? And Anna was 100% Anna. It's not my place. I will support the family in whatever decision is made, but yep. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. I really hope that that's it and I didn't miss anything else. No, I don't think that you did. Okay. And again, these scenes this week were, like, you've got that one scene. I think that's why you missed writing some of it down, is because you were probably waiting for, waiting for something else to happen to the next yeah. day, and then just summarize it all, and then the next day didn't come, because we were on a shortened week, and everything was really self-contained to that yeah. one part. So the one thing we forgot to mention was on Christmas Eve, they showed September the episode from September 16th, and then this New Year's Eve, they showed September 17th. They were showing Mike dying. Like, that's that was the end of Mike. Why were they showing that <laughs> as the holiday? Why couldn't we show, like, some of the few awesome moments of this year? Anything you know, other than anything that. Anything other than the most heart-wrenching. <sighs> oh, no, that's awful. So. No, I didn't have that note. Oh, my only random note, because you know how I like to pick out weird stuff, too. Carly's house was way too clean. So we saw them right before Christmas. <laughs> And then we saw them what was supposed to be a few days after Christmas. There was no boxes, no wrapping paper, no half-put-together toys. No. I'm sorry. If you have kids, Donna and Avery's age, there is no way that there is not still... But we didn't see their rooms. It doesn't matter. There's still presents on my floor from... No offense. Their house is also a little bit bigger. It is a little bit bigger, but I... They probably have an actual playroom. I agree, but I also feel like they try to give us that real family feeling at different points. Right. And that would have made it. If there was a little Lego set of Avery's sitting on the coffee table or yes. something like that. Or even if, like, as Carly walked across the living room, she was like, oh, Avery forgot to pick up her Polly Pocket or, or whatever. sitting on the coffee table yes. and her saying, as she's offering Laura a cup of coffee right. or would you like some tea you know avery and i were just having a tea party exactly. you know, something like that I anything see. like that i can see that yeah because um, tea or carly would totally have a tea party oh 100%. with avery yes so i don't know maybe there are listeners that have a totally different life than we do but my house does not ever look that clean the day after christmas or a couple of days after christmas so There's, why don't you tell us so. what your life was like after christmas and we'll just go right <laughs> into there you go do, do, do. reality check no my life was actually like boring after christmas because i told you the kids were going to their dads for new year's so i had a totally quiet new year's and no excuse not to pick up my house to make it look like that 
But I just don't. They like to play with their toys. I said last week, Madeline got that pixie flyer thing. It has to get charged in, so it's in the living room where everything gets charged. And so there's stuff all over the place. She took, she got the Lego Friends bus at my house, but then she got frustrated putting it together. So she took it to her dad's house. And they spent four hours, just the two of them, putting the thing together. So she was the proudest little girl in the world when she came home yesterday with it all put together. And let me show you this. And it does that and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it's hard. That is so sweet. Yes. Sometimes it's hard for their dad to take one-on-one time. So it was nice to hear that they had all this time. They sat down together, just the two of them. So I was happy about that. But, yeah, besides that. I don't know. I mean, I spent time with my family at the beginning of the week. We're addicted to the Switch Mario parties. Okay. So we had a couple Mario party nights, and then everyone was kind of doing their own thing for New Year's. So the kids went with their dad, and I stayed home, and that's that. Cool. What did you do? So I know everyone's been dying to know what series we watched for New Year's Eve. Yes. We picked Back to the Future. Oh, that would be a Which good we've one. seen uh, all of them so many times. My father-in-law looks like Doc Brown. You've never seen them. Go ahead. Oh, I've had the conversation. I have the entire trilogy right there if you would like to take it home. We've had the conversation about your father-in-law, and I yes. know who you're talking about, so I'm not completely. So my father-in-law looks like Doc Brown um, <laughs> to the point where, I mean, my kids call him Doc. Oh, that's like funny. the first, at first, that's not what they called him, and I forget what they called him, but then when we showed them Back to the Future, they both went, oh, they used to call him Grandpa Dad Aww. because there was like separate yeah. And I don't know where that came from, but I liked it. Grandpa, dad, whatever. Because they have three sets of grandparents. Yeah. So they both said, what's grandpa dad doing in a movie? Or, you know, <laughs> is that grandpa dad? And so they just call him Doc and they've just called him Doc ever since. And when we got married, his parents actually walked into the Back to the Future oh, that's theme funny. song. And, oh yeah, we had so much fun with our wedding. One thing I forgot to say last week was that I bought my son the mystery of art Becoming an Artist in the Image of God by Jonathan Jackson. And when I gave it to him, I was like, by the way, that is (laughs) for both of us. You have to like this book because I said so. Well, and then because I had shared his band with him, too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the guy who I showed you. He's like, oh, yeah, I recognized him. Because, oh, The Days Are Evil, I think, is the name of one of his songs. Okay. And it's really, really good. And so I shared it with my son. He's like, oh, I like that. That's I was like, so you can like this band, and if they ever come, we'll totally go see them together. <laughs> and, yeah, so, I mean, that's what we did on New Year's Eve. We watched, so we always get Chinese food, and the place that we usually get it from closed this year. I'm not entirely sure if it was a COVID casualty or if it Aww. was on its way out to begin with. Okay. And so we went to another one. I don't think we're going to order from there again because just different reasons. They had some weird stuff. Yeah. Some <laughs> basic stuff was wrong. Oh. Like, sweet and sour chicken did not have the vegetables in it. Oh. Right? And then the chicken fried rice, you you expect the kind of paper-thin sliced chicken with, like, the scrambled eggs and the right. uh, carrots and the peas and everything. No. And their rice was yellow, and it had sprouts and chicken and onions, and that was it. Oh, no. And I don't know. Uh, that's not chicken fried rice to me. And we used to order from this place all the time. So I don't know if maybe they changed owners. Whatever. Anyway. And I started two 30-day challenges yesterday. One is 30 days of yoga challenge with Yoga with Adrian. which if you have never done yoga before, she's awesome. She's on YouTube. It's all free, but it's called Breathe. So it's breath. 
which is going to sound so weird, but I don't breathe right. <laughs> the most basic thing okay. a human can do, I can't do. Not that I can't do right, but I you have to think about it. I struggle with like different breathing. Anyway, and I'm going to start the C25K again because I fell off. So, yeah, that's it. I need that motivation. Someone needs to send it to me. Zap. Thank you. There you go. Okay. Okay. So on Thursday's episode, oh, I forgot to talk about this at the beginning, but on Thursday's episode, we're going to totally recap all of 2020 and we listened to last year's recap recap and hopes. We had some good thoughts. We had some good thoughts and a lot of them came true. Yeah. So we will share what happened that we predicted. Right. Yeah, we're just going to recap what everything and came true. some hopes for 2021. So join us on Thursday for that. Have a good week and we'll meet you with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there's something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.